You are listening to the Baby Sleep Answers Podcast, the podcast that answers all your baby sleep questions, but it's also just your friend in your ear here to let you know it's normal to struggle, it's normal to have anxiety, and it's normal to want to sleep more. Hello, I am back. I was not here yesterday. I usually release podcasts on Tuesday, but I was having a major panic attack over, honestly, the world ending, but it mostly hormonal, so we are back on track. I don't know if you have, uh, you can hear my background. It's my little niece. She is crying and not in a good mood because she was woken up from her nap. She, like my kiddos, is a lower sleep needs kiddo, and so to have her keep napping, they need to cap her nap, and they cap it, I think, at 40 minutes now so that she sleeps all night. She sleeps a good 11 to 12 hours if they cap her nap. I see a lot of kiddos in this range and they say, well, my kid's just like a miserable when I wake him up. So I want to let him sleep. And so I say, well, it's your, it's up to you. Do you rather have, you know, a long nap and a happy kiddo after a nap and, you know, bad nights? And that's okay if that's what you prefer. Or can you handle, you know, a grumpy kid after a cut nap and then sleeping all night and they're in generally a better mood? It really just depends on what works best for the family. But anyways, if you can hear a screaming toddler in the background, that's her, unfortunately. Her dad's with her. She's not, you know, by herself. Do not worry. I think this room is pretty soundproof, so that might just all have been pretty moot. Moot as in a moot point. I don't know if that is true. Anyways, today we are starting with week two. I want to tell you guys what to expect on your second week when you bring home a baby and they're just so itty bitty. And so let's get to it. Week two is very much like week one. They're still very sleepy. They still want to just eat, poop, and sleep, but they start waking up a little more. You start seeing them open their eyes a little bit longer. You, Some babies start to fight sleep. They start to kind of look around, but they're still going to be really, really sleepy, and you can still take advantage of that. And if you want to start now kind of putting them in their crib when they're falling asleep, or their bassinet, falling asleep, and see if they will transition to full, deeper sleep by themselves, try it. There's no, there's no you know anything to lose by putting a, a sleepy newborn in a bassinet and walking away I don't recommend you know waiting it out for them to cry any I don't think there's anything worth it if they're you know fussing and just kind of going like eh, but they look like trying to fall asleep oh you know let them one or two minutes that's okay but if they're crying or if they look like they're going into hysterics or losing it there is no reason to enforce independent sleep it's funny because I talked to you know my grandma one time I interviewed her to see what she did for sleep and literally she said she was told to never hold a newborn unless she's feeding them because otherwise they get what they call in Spanish embrasilados meaning addicted to being held and so even from the first few weeks she would just feed baby and put him down or her down and then you know when they were tired they would fall asleep so that is a method that you may be prone to following <laughs> it's not the methods I I usually coach people on but again, your goal at this stage can be to just see what happens. Just put them in their bassinet and see what happens. If they don't like it, if they want you to hold them, just hold them. Night might start to get a little more difficult than the first week. Unfortunately, they might be waking up a little more, being very wide awake. They still might have that night and day confusion. Again, to fight that, what you want to do is make sure it's really dark in the middle of the night. You're dimming the lights around 8, 9 p.m. whenever the sunset is in your region and then starting to get them used to being awake with the sun. So when it's they're awake in the morning, just go outside, give them lots of sunlight. And then when it's close to bedtime, you want to get a little more darkness in them just to get their bodies used to it being less, less stimulated during the night and way more stimulated during the day. 
their wake windows are still super short. Many babies can't even make 45 minutes. And so a lot of people do stress on, you know, the eat, sleep, play thing that a lot of the baby wise recommends i've always feed them let them play and then put them down because uh, the idea behind eat sleep play eat play sleep sorry (laughs) eat play sleep is that they don't get used to always falling asleep nursing but that's not something i want you to worry about in the second week in the second week i just want you to worry about them being fed you understanding how to feed them, getting a good groove of who they are, and then also making sure that your mental health is there, that you're not, you know, a lot of parents in this second week kind of have a dip in all of those wonderful hormones and all those wonderful feelings. And a lot of people start feeling out of control or really depressed. And so this is when you can reach out to friends, reach out to a therapist, and just be really vulnerable and let them know that you need help. And that that's completely normal. The oxytocin is gone and now you're just relying on basically not having slept very much in a week. What you can expect at night, beside, unless they have that day and night confusion, is to have a good long three to four hour stretch almost. Two hours is still normal. I usually say, you know, what we can expect is basically hour per week. So if they're five weeks old, you can expect five week, five hours stretches and this is obviously not a sign some babies are more or less but at this stage we can see some babies that do three to four hours in that first night and then those second third four nights night hours are just going to be like waking up every two hours or every one hour that is completely completely fine some babies will do really well during the day and sleep on their own and in the bassinet and then at night they want to be held some nights will some babies at this age will sleep really well at night only wake up to feed you know, three to four times, and then all day want to be held for naps. I am a very big fan of this. I think it's just part of babies wanting to be held. You know, they're like, okay, I'll do 12 hours by myself. But the other 12 hours, I want that love. I want that, you know, cuddly comfort. Some babies won't. My first baby, and he's now a six-year-old, but he is not a cuddly kid. He doesn't like to be held. He doesn't like to be hugged. And as a baby, he liked to just, you know, sleep on his own most of 24 hours. My second baby, he's a little snuggle bug and did not want to be put down at night if he was, you know, in his bassinet or on on the floor during the day. So just get to know your baby. See what they can handle. Do not stress out if you don't get both night and naps with without holding them there's nothing wrong with that you that is more than understandable more than expected and so that's okay what you can focus on in this second week really is to just get to know them to get to know if they you know they wake up because they're cold they wake up because they're hot how do they sleep better do they prefer if you change their diaper at night before you feed them or after And then don't get caught up in any kind of comparison wheel. Don't get caught up in the eat, play, sleep wheel. Just kind of get to know them and see how long their wake window is, which again, it's going to be about 40 to 60 minutes at the most. And this is when you can see a lot of red flags popping up if there's anything wrong. If they're inconsolable for, you know, 20, 30 plus minutes, they might have stuck gas. Do your best to really, really burp them every time you feed them. Make sure a really good burp comes out. Because any trapped gas, if it doesn't bother them right away, it's going to bother them later and they might be inconsolable later. So do focus on good burping techniques before you freak out that there's something more wrong. But again, if they are inconsolable and then, you know, you go to your doctor and they tell you it's just colic, I don't, the colic doesn't actually exist. It's just a name for a fussy baby. And so do dig deep, see if they're reacting to any foods that you're eating 
you can try doing like um, a food journal, which is really hard. It's, it's more work than it sounds. But seeing if maybe every time you eat dairy, they seem to have a worse night. And then you can do some elimination diets if you think it is they're reacting to food that you're eating as a breastfeeding mom. Another thing to look into is, you know, how tight they are. And if if their head is leaning to one side only, they might be really tight from birth. And so something like a chiropractor or a baby massagist or baby massage can help a lot. And then one thing that you can also get started on, whether they are inconsolable or not, whether you have these red flags that you're trying to figure out or not, is having setting the beginning for a bedtime routine. At this age, this very tiny age, they're not going to have a set bedtime, but it's going to be, they're going to be falling asleep around 10 or 11 p.m. That's just kind of when they're going to be falling asleep. And so when they have their last nap and they wake up and you're going to aim for last bedtime around an hour to even two hours after that last nap, you might want to start, you know, setting their jammies up, but dimming the lights or having some red light, having some lotion. There's a lot of studies that, you know, recommend giving them a massage with lotion. And part of it is, you know, feeling mom's or dad's tender touch. Uh, a lot of people like to do a bath at this time if it calms your baby, but if it doesn't calm them down, then don't do a bath. Some babies hate the water. And just kind of start getting into a routine that calms you down and calms baby down before putting them down for sleep, whether you're nursing them to sleep at still at this age, bottle feeding them to sleep, rocking them to sleep, or even just laying them down to see if they'll fall asleep. A good five to 10 minute, you know, set of things that you do every day is going to be really, really big in the long run. All right. It's just a short podcast because it's just about the second week. Next week, I have hopefully a guest uh, lined up. If not, I'll just go on to week three. Please leave me your comments. If you want more specifics on the newborn time, do check out my newborn course. And if you have older kiddos, make sure you get the baby sleep course if you're having any sleep issues. I hope you have a wonderful night and that you sleep well. And if you don't, just contact us. babysleepanswers.com slash podcast to get all your freebies.